What's going on, everybody? I'm Pastor Josh, and you are listening to another episode of the Preach That Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Preach That Podcast. You're going to hear me say those words again in just a second because I have no idea what happened, but the camera did not record. So Brother James and I just recorded a podcast a little bit ago. We finished up uh, not too long ago, and I grabbed the memory card out of the camera. Well, I went to get the memory card out of the camera, and I hit the stop button, and it would not stop recording. And I messed with it, and I messed with it, and I tried to figure it out. I shut the camera off, and it didn't even turn off. I hit the off switch, and it stayed on. I had to pull my power adapter out that plugs into the outlet uh, that powers the camera so the battery doesn't die, and the camera shut off. I plugged my memory card into the computer, and there was nothing. So I'm very sorry that the video for this episode will not be a video. It will be audio only with a picture up on the screen as we are talking. Uh, We still have audio, so the podcast is not completely ruined, Um, but I apologize. I do my best to make this podcast the best that it can be, quality as high as I can make it. Um, Unfortunately, technical issues, I don't know what happened. I would like to understand what happened, but I probably never will. So with that being said, I am very sorry. Please forgive me uh, that there will not be actual video on YouTube for this one. It'll just be a picture with the audio behind it. Um, You'll still get to hear everything. You just won't get to see uh, us as we uh, we're speaking and interacting. So I'm very, very sorry for the technical difficulty. I will do everything I can to make sure this does not happen again. Um, But with that being said, You're going to hear me welcome you again here in just a second. Um, There is a part where I talk about putting a a screen recording up. I will still still put that screen recording up um, as you hear everything. It'll just probably just be full screen instead of just a little picture. So it might actually work out better. But um, I do apologize. I hope you still enjoy this episode of the Preach That Podcast, episode 29. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening and liking and subscribing and sharing. Hopefully this doesn't happen again. But with that being said, here is the episode. What is happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Preach That Podcast. I am Pastor Josh, and today, back by popular demand, and because he's one of my favorite people, Brother James is back with us. Hello, everybody. Good to see you again. Hope you have a good day today. Amen. We are going to be having a great conversation today based around... And we know that the Holy Spirit's going to take it all over the place, wherever he wants to. Whatever he wants. It's based around a question that we received. Before we get into that, I want to make an announcement. I'm going to change something up from what I told the people. I'll kind of point this back this way a little bit for a second. So um, a few weeks ago, we announced, uh, I think it was the last time that we were together, maybe. I forget. I announced the the Patreon deal. Mm -hmm. I was asked about it. I was like, all right, sweet. Like I was asked, I'm going to do it. I take that as a... As confirmation from the Lord. So I did that. And the original plan was to have some merchandise created that was available only on Patreon. Going to make a slight change to that. Because I found a way that I can provide discount codes for the merch. So it's so what I'm going to do to not isolate this to, to one platform is in the description below of every episode of the preach that podcast and i'll also add it to the link tree that is always in the description of every podcast and uh, elsewhere on social media the merch will be available to everybody it will be out there for everyone that wants it 
hats, t-shirts, hoodies, all that kind of stuff. Some stuff that's just, uh, and I'm going to put, I'll put a, a screen recording up. Um, I was going to try and screen record while I was talking, but I'll just, I'll put a screen recording out here. I'll scoot over a little bit and I'll put it right here. So right here is going to be a screen recording. I'm cheating. I'm looking at a monitor mm. thing um, of the different items that are available. A couple of like uh, original designs, some stuff that just has the logo on it from the podcast. Um, but you can find that uh, in the description The because I'm too cheap to pay for uh, the domain at the time at the present moment as we speak right now so the website is preach that dot square the word s-q-u-a-r-e preach that dot square dot site it's kind of a mouthful but that is the website for the merchandise all you folks out there asking for a yahweh hat there you go yes i was asked so many times about where i got this particular hat and I thought, and another gentleman mentioned it to me also, and I had the same thought of why not design my own? So there are Yahweh hats available. There are hats available that say Yeshua on them. Um, the majority, as we record this on Friday, May 26th, uh, the majority of the hats are more this style, not like a complete flat bill, but more of like the, the flat bill style. Um, Brandon prefers curved bills, so I did get at least one of those on the website now. And I know a lot of other people prefer the different, more of a trucker style hat than, I don't even know what this style hat, a flat bill hat or a snapback or whatever. So I will make sure that we get both styles on there for everybody and all of the different designs. If you go on there and you see a design that you like, but we don't have it in the style that you want it in, please reach out to me somehow. Uh, DM me on Instagram, comment on a YouTube video of this video or something. Um, that you want a different style of a certain design and we will get that going and we will make that happen. The, so with that being said, microphone cables in my way. With that being said, so the Patreon community will get a discount code. I don't know how long they last. I haven't dug super deep into the weeds, um, but there will be a discount code for Patreon subscribers only. So if you subscribe to Patreon, you will have access to cheaper merchandise if that makes any sense. So the merch is available for everybody. The site is live. It's in the description. So if you're hearing me talk about it, click on that and go check it out. Again, the website is very basic because it's free. <laughs> the URL is very weird because it's free. I'm trying to do this all as low cost. So that is all available. And I'm this, the giveaway is still in effect. The first, once we reach 15 patrons on Patreon, I will draw a winner and that person will get a free item from the merchandise store you let me know what item you want and what color you want it and i will purchase it and s send it to you so man that's cool all the housekeeping is out of the way i think if i think of something else i'll i'll mention it later but so now that we're gonna have patreon does that mean that in the future we can have tougher subjects to yes, talk about definitely like uh yes. sra do you know what that is satanic ritual abuse i don't know I don't, that does not sound familiar so I, yeah that's a thing man. i'm very i'm intrigued now yeah well yeah we'll talk about that later because i mean we can probably mention it a little bit here right but basically in a nutshell you know satan has his people and right. you know we can call them witches warlocks and you know satanists and stuff right. like that and they do some horrible ritual things to children. Mm. And a lot of these people live on 
with that pain, but they're believers in Christ now, but they tell their story. They tell their testimony because it glorifies God because, you know, God pulled them out of that and saved their, their mind and their soul because yeah. they're so fragmented. They're so demonically possessed. They're so just wicked and corrupt in that because of the way their parents brought them up in this satanic ritual gotcha. that, uh, oh, yeah, that we can't even mention the things. Wow. Because it's a shame to even think about these things. But wow. The real world is stranger than fiction. It's worse. <laughs> yeah. It's worse than any horror movie you can think of. Oh, like, that, that's the, legit. Think of the worst horror. To me, the worst horror movie is The Exorcist. I've seen so many horror movies, but that is the worst movie of my life. Yeah. I'll never watch it again. Mm. Never. And uh, yeah, real life is way scarier than that. Yeah, I agree. So we can we can talk about that because there's a lot of people out there that they want to talk about it but they don't have people right. to talk with right that's true so we maybe we can do that on patreon definitely definitely we will do that in the, the near future sounds good so today we had a question pivot my microphone background here so i can pull this up and read it uh, this question was from on youtube on a video that i had posted on there from i'm make sure i read this right from Rochelle Morgan four three eight five. Hey Rochelle. Hey. Ro- Rochelle has commented on every video that I've posted for the last month, probably, like all the time. She is, if I'm not mistaken, could be wrong, but I believe she is one of the first. I think she was the second ever Patreon patron subscriber, whatever you want to call it. She is massive supporter of what God's doing here at the Preach That Podcast and everything. So shout out to Rochelle. She's our number one fan? I think so. Oh. I'm pretty sure. So. Congratulations. <laughs> so, yes, it's, um, let's see. This is, okay, I just noticed this, and I didn't realize this until just now. This is how dedicated she is. This is how supportive and how much she has been following along this comment was from two weeks ago, but it is from episode five of the Preach That Podcast. This is episode 29. So she is an OG. She's going all the way back to the beginning and listen to everything. So shout out. Uh, thank you so much. Seriously, I, we appreciate you. Yeah. Every time I post a video and I go back and I see that there's a comment on it, I'm just like, oh, I bet that's her. And I just go back and look at it so I can see what she had to say and respond to it. Well, let's answer so, all her questions. So the question is, Pastor Josh and Brother James, could you guys do a podcast on the covenant we have as Christians? I love you both and appreciate all you guys do. Peace out. The covenant. I love the piece out at the end. That's awesome. But the covenant that we have as Christians. As Christians. As the body of Christ right now. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, the To understand the covenant that we have as Christians, we kind of need to understand what a covenant is and, and where it came from. Um, I did look up... I should have my microphone over this way. Uh, I did look up the kind of a, a theological definition of the word covenant on a, I forget what university website I found this on, but it said that a covenant in the ancient world was similar to what we in the modern world would call a contract, yes, a treaty yep. or a will. So a will meaning like what, you know, I'm going to make a will one day of to, for my children that whenever I die, you know, this is what, so that is, those are similar words 
that we use now that what that describe what a covenant is. Each covenant established the basis of a relationship, conditions for that relationship, promises and conditions of the relationship, and consequences if those conditions were unmet. Yeah, that sounds like a covenant. One of the most familiar examples of a covenant for us is marriage. I have a covenant with my lady. With your lady? Yeah. Your pregnant lady. Yeah. That's still Very awesome. pregnant. I can't yeah. wait. Oh, yeah, baby. we're starting to see it kick now. That's I thought awesome. they were like slow, like they're like no, this one's like it, that, it's <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Some people like you can see like the foot indent. Like I never got none of our boys like pushed that hard where you can see like their hand or their foot, but I've seen like videos and stuff of it. It's crazy. Mm. Uh, I think this is a dumb question, but do you think that's how babies break the water after they're like so old? Like they're just one day, they're nine months old now, and they, they just, just kick it and yeah, go for a big stretch. It's and time just pop. to go. Yeah, <laughs> hey. I've always wondered that. Or maybe the membrane just thins out. Hey, maybe someone can give us the answers to that question. <laughs> there you go. There's no such thing as dumb questions. Yeah, no. the only dumb question is the one you don't ask. Yeah, true. Anyway, back to the covenant. So it is. A contract or a treaty or a will. So contract is probably the most accurate term, I think, to describe what a covenant is. Um, so, so the one true guy made a covenant with us. And that's comforting because, you know, in the book of Titus, it says that God cannot lie. That's right. So we can rely on him. And that's just very comforting. So this is a good start. So for whoever it was that I posted a video and said that God doesn't lie and that commented on there, it's like, oh, you know, whatever nonsense. They, it says in his word, he cannot lie. God cannot lie. He can't do anything evil. Right. That's the best. That's like the coolest thing about, well, I mean, there's so many cool things about <laughs> yeah, God. But like, he didn't choose to be good. Like, he right. didn't, he, I'm God. You know what? I want to be good. No, he didn't choose. He is. Right. And I just, I love that. Right. I love that he is incapable of evil. Right. He's incapable of darkness. That's right. Everything he does is perfect and righteous. Amen. I love that. Amen. I love that. You can't think of anything better than God. That's right. I tried. Let me think. Oh, can't think of anything. Nope. Only Jesus. That's right. Amen. Like, yeah. So the there are several covenants throughout Scripture. God makes a covenant with Noah that after the flood, he'll never flood the earth again. He makes a covenant with Abraham. He makes a covenant with David. There are, he makes a covenant with Moses. That's the, the Moses, the uh, Mosaic covenant, I think is how it is often referred. It's probably the most familiar of all the covenants aside from the new covenant that we're going to talk about because the question was the explain, talk about the covenant that we have as Christians. Um, but that covenant is here because of the Mosaic Covenant. Yeah, the Mosaic Covenant hurt. Yeah. It was a painful covenant on the eighth day of being born. <laughs> yeah, it's <is> true. <laughs> Very painful covenant. Oh, man, the law. Nobody can keep the law. Right. Nobody. Nobody. It was, oh, man. It just proved that... that we are sinners. God himself can come down, tell us what to do, and we're still not going to do those things. Right. He was showing us our condition. Right. So we can be like, oh, Jesus, you're the only hope we have. Even when he was here in the flesh and said, follow me, when you could physically follow him, people said, 
well, I got to go do this. And I got to go do that. And I got to go say bye to my family. Or I got to, I can't give up. I mean, he was. I was just in Matthew and Mark today and I was just shaking my head. Just like the rich guy, you know, he didn't want to sell all this. Right. He was perfect. God, right. Jesus said, you, you're good except for one thing. You need to sell all your things and then follow me. Right. And he didn't want to give up his stuff. He chose his material stuff over the Lord. Then you got Judas rubbing elbows. Right. But, you know, th that was his destiny to, to be. Right. He was a son of perdition. Which yeah. He was born for destruction. So. Right. And if you're, uh, if you're following somebody, whether it be online, whether it be um, a pastor at your church, don't don't be surprised and don't be discouraged whenever they fail. And notice I didn't say if, I said when they fail, because that's that's a prime example. Even Judas, who was chosen by Jesus himself to be his disciple, to follow him, that he would teach the ways of the Lord and explain these parables and all these different things, and even he fell away and turned his back on Christ and betrayed him. So it's it's I'm not saying that every pastor or every church leader is going to turn their back on Christ. That's not what I'm saying. But when they fail, let's maybe maybe not be so hard on each other. Now there are qualifications of pastors and elders and church leaders that if they they breach one of those qualifications or they they fall away from one of those or they have certain misconducts. Yes, there needs to be some reprimand happening. There needs to be a, a discipline. There needs to be time out of the pulpit or out of, you know, whatever. I'm not saying not to do that, but don't, so many people base their Christian life around a human being, a man that's preaching to them on Sunday mornings or that teaches them online. And then whenever that person has a falling away, it's like, oh, God's not real. And they base their whole faith. They put all of so much care and concern onto this one human that whenever they fail, mm -hmm. then they feel like God has failed them. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I just, I don't know. I don't yeah, know why. pastors, they need accountability. They're, they're just like us. They're just chosen to lead. Right. Exactly. You know? So don't. Don't allow your faith to be affected because another human being made a mistake. Because if the, if human beings making mistakes is what our faith was based on, then we're all wasting our time. Mm -hmm. The Apostle Paul made mistakes. King David made mistakes. Right. So many before us made mistakes, but they had the Holy Ghost and they're in heaven right now. That's right. We're going to mess up. That's just the way it is until we're glorified. And that's the beauty of the new covenant that we can mess up and we are still partakers of that mm -hmm. covenant. Um, I think the biggest discussion that I've had slash heard around the new covenant is always, can someone lose their salvation? I think that's, that is where conversation about the new covenant comes up the most, at least in my conversations that I have with people, whether it be in person online or, um, I think we talked about it briefly, maybe last month in men's group. Um, but I feel like that's the context in which the new covenant comes up the most. And we'll get to that. Um, walk us through, if you would be so kind, the, uh, the covenant, like, uh, pastor Tim always explains the Derek of blood whenever there was a covenant made, uh, you know, the covenant with Abraham, walk us through that concept briefly 
um, to give us a little more like history and context behind it. Every covenant had blood. Now, when we think about Noah, that covenant was he promised never to flood the world again. Right. Now, I'm pretty sure there was a lot of blood because, you know, those people were getting, you know, bunched up on rocks and everything. That's and true. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of giant and Nephilim blood all over the place probably. <laughs> but um, every covenant has blood. And even when Abraham made a covenant, well, when God made a covenant with Abraham, he caused Abraham to fall asleep. Because God wanted to do this covenant. Right. And what he did was there was animals, and he split the animals in half, and he made a path. Because back then, the way a covenant or a contract was established was they would cut an animal in half, separate it, and then both people, like, let's say you and me, we made a covenant for this piece of land or something like that. We would hold hands, and then we would walk through the trail of blood and if what we we're saying was, if any of us were to break the covenant, let us be like those animals. That's right. Which means dead. Right. So it was serious. So God did that covenant with Abraham. And he kept his promises. He's still keeping his promises. He still has a lot to do with Israel, actually. Yep. And a lot of people think that God is done with Israel. No, he's not. He's not done at all, actually. Right. It's postponed for right. right now for this dispensation of grace. Yep. But when we're out of here, he turns his attention back to the Jews. Right. And uh, long story short, God gets the Jews back, which is <laughs> awesome because I am thrilled to have them as a family. Amen. I'm thrilled because their history, they're so beautiful. Yeah. Their music, their food, everything about Hebrews, the way they talk, the way they think, everything. I'm just so glad to be their family. Amen. So now this covenant that we're in was made between father and son. Right. That was what the, what I was going to say next. A lot of times people, they mistake the new covenant for a covenant between God and themselves. God made a co- this covenant with me. Mm-hmm. He made the covenant between the two of us with the blood of Christ. This is the New Testament. Like God did something totally new. Right. He made it all about him. It's all it's always been about God. Right. We just what's the word? It's the B word beneficiary. Beneficiary. Yeah, that's we just benefit from what he right. did. Exactly. God basically said, "I did this. I did all of it. Do you believe? Do you take me at my word?" Oh, you do? Then right. guess what? I count you as righteous. That's right. Just like he did yeah. with Abraham. If God would have made that covenant between himself and me, I would have ended up like the animals about 10 seconds after I received that covenant. Man, if we could lose <laughs> our salvation, we, would our, we, we wouldn't have hope. Right. Exactly. How, yeah. Like, we would lose our salvation if we could. Yeah. Why? Why God would not make a covenant between himself and a man based on... With, with that covenant surrounding sin, because we are human beings, we are flesh, we our flesh will sin. I can, or, I can already feel the people burning, so I can, I can hear them, I can feel them right now on the internet. They're like, <laughs> so what you're saying is you can sin all you want? Yeah, you can. You can sin all you want. But do we want to? No. When you have a sincere heart 
and you repent and you turn to Christ and put your faith in him and mm-hmm. you are a new creation, that new creation has less desire to sin. Yes. And every time, every day as you go through the sanctification process and you grow closer to Christ, you become more like him and you reflect his personality and his traits more, you want to sin less and less and less and less. Yes. One day we're going to be sinless. Right now we sin less. That's right. But man, I, I mean, I mess up. I messed up at work. I got angry and threw some product all over the ground and everything. You know, I still mess up. And that, you know, God doesn't appreciate those anger problems. Right. I got but, angry in the parking lot at Burger King today. Yes. The yes. original Burger King, for anybody listening, we have the original, the first ever in the town that I live in. And it's way better than that chain. They are pretty good. I like their Hooter. That's, that's, that's the Whopper. They call it the Hooter. But uh, I'll have to check that do out. You get the you don't get the Hooter, man. It's I just, just get, it's just bigger around. I just get double bacon cheeseburger. Well, you can get the Hooter with bacon now. You'll be like, ah. I'm gonna go there for dinner tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm going to the burger joint. So nice. Oh yeah, we went off topic. Anyway, yeah, we love back, burgers. Okay, yeah, we're yeah, done. See, as you can tell, we love burgers. <laughs> um, but yeah, God wouldn't. He didn't make the covenant between us and himself because he knew knew that we wouldn't hold up our end of the deal. No. There's only one that could hold up the other end of the deal when it comes to defeating hell, death, and the grave, defeating sin, mm-hmm. and taking the power away from sin, and that's Jesus. So like you said, the covenant is between Father and Son. That covenant is made between God the Father and God the Son. We basically have the option to accept Christ to make that covenant on our behalf. The, the whole the imputation thing is, is kind of, uh, it's hard for people to understand. Jesus Christ imputed his righteousness onto us. He imputes that covenant onto us mm-hmm. by becoming children of God, by becoming followers of Christ, by putting our faith in him. Like you said, we are the beneficiaries. We are, we are heirs of God, co-heirs with Christ. So we get to benefit from that covenant because we are co-heirs with Christ when we put our faith oh, in him. People just... Understand this, please, by the name of Jesus. Understand what that what what was spoken right there. That's God. God is so powerful that He is able to impute our sins onto Himself. He imputed every single sin ever onto His flesh, and then He died with it. He defeated it, and then He rose again. And then because of our faith, he can impute his righteousness onto... The, see, these things yeah. only a God can do. Right. Only a true, yes. almighty God can right. do. This is why he has so much credit as being right. God, because only he can do such things. Right. So for the for the once saved, always saved haters out there, or for the people that don't understand or disagree, your covenant with your wife... It, that covenant between the two of you, if I went out and I murdered somebody, would you divorce your wife? If you if you murder someone, am I going to divorce my wife? Right. If I went out and stole, if I robbed a bank, are you going to divorce your wife because of it? No. There's nothing that I can do to destroy your covenant that you made with her. Regard. Your children. That, that that's probably a better example. Can could any could your your baby when she gets here and she's twenty years old and she goes out and if she did horrible things, would you divorce her because your child did horrible things? Mm-mm. No. Just like if our children were to do something really bad, they're still going to be our child, right? 
Exactly. It's the same thing with God. We're going to mess up, but we're still His. Right. And a lot of people need to understand, too, is just like it says in Romans chapter 3, the moment you believe on the gospel, you're justified. Yes. You're righteous right there. You're justified. You can't be unjustified because Jesus did it all on the cross. He took the punishment, the wrath, everything, everything on our behalf. See, you're making it about your. See, these people make it about themselves. Right. There it is again. They're making right. it about. They're 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 working iniquity. And whenever they make it about themselves, they're not even actually partakers of the covenant. Because you're basing it on your works and your and your actions and your accomplishments and your goodness. You know, Jesus is the Sabbath day. You know that, right? Meaning, He is our rest. We're supposed to just rest. It's so hard to live up to the standards that God wants us to have. We right. can't. That's why Jesus did it for us. Right. He was born of a virgin, lived a sinless life, lived a life nobody, not even John the Baptist, who Jesus himself said was the greatest man, greatest prophet above all. Not He even messed up. Mary messed up. Right. All have sinned. Yes. Jesus was the only one that could live perfect and right. he did right so stop making it about you people right we just talked about that at men's group last night it's not about yeah. you it's about jesus it's yes. about how good god is yes. that he took a turd and polished it and made it like <laughs> the like <laughs> co-air hello right you know yes can you take a turd and make it like like a, no a co-air with you no right no we're, in the, we're the right hand of the Father with Jesus Christ, right. co-heir, joint heir, fellow citizens of heaven, right. children of God. Just, just relax. Right. Now, that one song, and I always forget it. I just love the way they say, you're forget- I think we talked about this last time. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah the the, the way they like said sweet, it. Sweet, sweet honey on my lips. And then something grace, it makes me want to change. Yes. I think the bridge says that. God, I need it every day. It's the only thing that really makes me ever want to change. Yep. It's his grace that makes me want to do good. Yes. Because I don't want to abuse it. Right. You know, yeah, I can go out there and drink 12 beers if I wanted to, but that's not what God wants me to do. Right. But he's not going to throw me in hell because I chose to do bad. Right. You know? And then, if you want to get technical, which we should get technical, especially with the Word of God. The Word of God says that the moment a believer, I mean, a moment we believed on the gospel, we were sealed in the Holy Spirit of promise. Do you understand that we have been circumcised from the flesh and it is no longer us who sins but the flesh? And that's straight from the Word of God. Right. So just grasp this new covenant. It's glorious. There's nothing else like it. And then when this dispensation ends and it goes back to that old gospel, that it goes back to faith and works. This, this covenant that we're in right now for Christians is the greatest, most loving kindness there ever is. It shows you how deep and how infinite his 
patience and his mercy and his grace is that he saves to the uttermost. Right. He saves people like Saul and makes them into Paul. You know, this was a murderer. This is this covenant is able to take a satanic witch and completely change them to Christ. Right. And it's not about us. No. And the sooner you realize that, so you have to really humble yourself. Yeah. And it's okay to humble yourself because when you do, God is going to lift you up. That's right. Let him lift you up. Don't lift yourself up. Yes. Let him do it. Yep. Because he'll, he'll elevate you all the way to the right seat. That's right. And this new covenant, it all started with the, with the death of Jesus. That's what it says in Hebrews 9. Yep. Yeah. Do I still have that pulled up? We looked. At, we talked about that earlier. I wonder if I still have it up here. So there's Hebrews. the Old Testament and New Testament. It says uh, in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 15, we'll start there. Therefore, he is the mediator of a new covenant, so that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance, since a death has occurred that redeems them from the transgressions committed under the first covenant. Here's the verse 16. For where a will is involved, a will, covenant, another it's mm-hmm. another picture of what a covenant is. For where a will is involved, the death of the one who made it must be established. For a will takes effect only at death, since it is not in force as long as the one who made it is alive. Therefore, not even the first covenant was inaugurated without blood. There goes the blood that we were talking about. For when every commandment of the law had been declared by Moses but to all the people, he took the blood of calves and goats with water and scarlet and wool and hyssop, or hyssop, depending on how you pronounce it, and sprinkled both the book itself and all the people, saying, This is the blood of the covenant that God commanded for you. And in the same way, he sprinkled with the blood both the tent and all the vessels used in worship. Indeed, under the law, almost everything is purified with blood, and without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. The blood of Christ, the death of Christ, the blood, the blood paved the way for the covenant, and the death of Christ sealed the deal. All glory to God. Again, so the blood of Christ... And the death of Christ established the new covenant. I must have missed the part where it talks about me and my works and what I do and not sending any. Wait a minute. It didn't. No. The blood of Christ, the death of Christ established the new covenant. That's it. The gospel says you stand. You know, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4, Paul says you just stand. Right. That's it. Meaning you just stay in your spot. Here's the gospel. You just stand right there. That's yep. it. And then you're fine. Yep. You know, so it's like I said, it's not about you at all. It's about what God, you know, it says in the Bible that salvation is of the Lord. He did all the work. That's right. Yeah. It's so hard for a human mind to grasp that because they want to do something about it. Everything else in life. To benefit of something, it requires something of us, everything else in life. So it's we just naturally in our human brains, we try to rationalize and think about and philosophize and all these different things. And how can we, it's not about us. No. We come into the picture when we accept that it's not about us and we accept the work that Christ did. 
God just wants us to enjoy him. Right. How can we enjoy him if we're trying to strive so hard to not mess up so we Exactly. I don't want to go to hell. Oh, no. So I got to. Uh, that's not living. That's not an abundant life at all. That's like prison. Right. You know, I don't understand how a lot of these other religions make it. These people are just killing themselves trying to do yeah. good so they can go to hell, basically. One of the first things that they taught whenever I went and took the uh, whatever class it was to get my motorcycle license. Whenever one of the first things they teach you is to look where you want to go. If you're on your motorcycle and you're riding and you start to look to the right, you're going to go to the right. And if you start to look to the left, you're going to go to the left. But if you look straight ahead, you're going to go straight ahead. And as you turn, look where you want to turn. Because if you're starting to turn, you look over here, you're not going to turn the way you need to. And you're going to crash. It's the same way with Christ. What is our focus on? If we if we are focused, if we're trying to follow Christ and we're focused on this sin over here in our lives or the this temptation that's coming up next to us or you know we these rumors about us that we hear or the the the, the struggling to, I don't want to sin and then trying to perform and, and and earn it and and be our best, we're gonna crash. Mm-hmm. Nobody, Focusing on yeah. sinning has never kept someone no, from sin. It, it just makes you sin to focus on sin. You want to yeah. glance at your sin. But you want to gaze at Jesus Christ, right. you know. This this is why Paul, he I'm mean, not Paul, Peter. He sunk in the water because that right. He looked at the storm, which symbolizes the sin and the darkness of the world. But as soon when he was focused on Jesus, he was walking on water. I always say there's a reason that the rearview mirror is a fraction of the size of the windshield. The rearview mirror is there for a purpose. We have to look back every once in a while to make sure that we're safe, to make sure that nothing's coming up behind, to make sure that we're not in danger, to make sure that we're good to go, to remind us of where we've come from. But the windshield is 20 times bigger because we should be looking forward when we're in motion. The rearview mirror is there for a reason, but the windshield is where we should be focused. The motorcycle thing and the rearview mirror, you come up with this stuff by yourself? The... No, I'm sure I didn't, but that's just how I was. That's good stuff. Preach that. (laughs) Pastor Tim always taught the phrase, focusing on sinning has never kept anyone from sinning. I've heard from Pastor Tim a lot. Um, And I think he uses the analogy of a race car, which is basically essentially the same thing as the motorcycle deal. The motorcycle is just I was personally taught in that motorcycle safety class. That was one of the first things that they teach. It's so true because even when I'm driving my car and I look over here, because I, you know, I'm like that. I'll just squirrel, and you know. But then I'm seeing, I'm going that way. Yes, you know. So yep, absolutely. But I've kind of learned that sometimes I just go like this, <laughs> and it kind of balances that out. So yeah. we're good to go. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, quit. Don't focus on your sin. Don't focus on trying not to sin. When you focus on Christ, you're gonna stop sinning as much. You'll never stop yeah. sinning. Just like you said, we won't be be sinless, but we will sin less yeah. focus on your identity yes. not your sin that's right because the devil he wants to put you in a foothold he wants to he wants to hold you down yeah and if you're focusing on that sin he's gonna look because he's going around probably he's going around looking for you to, to do these things so you go oh, okay go ahead and assign her right okay this person right here they're thinking about beer right now so why don't hey alcohol imp go over there right so, what's the Bible say? The Bible says that if you resist the devil, 
you're going to be tempted. You're going to go right. through these things. But if yep. you resist it, that devil will flee. Amen. And man, it's so hard. It really, it's hard not to do the things this flesh wants to do. What helps is knowing that this flesh is not your friend. Right. We're just here in it now. But the thing is, is this flesh should be subservient to us. Right. And the moment that we let it control us, then it's become God. And it's not going to do anything godly. Right. It's incapable. Yep. But with the new covenant, this is why Paul says to put on Christ, to renew your mind. This is why the pray without ceasing. You just need to always think about Jesus. Right. It's just what every single thing you do. Yes. Everything, just Jesus. Because the moment you're idle, there's the devil's playground right there. The moment you're doing something that's not of God, there's the devil's playground. There, there. Here comes a stronghold. Here yeah. comes something. Here comes some type of sin, something. Yeah. But the glorious thing with the new covenant is we can go two ways now. You know, before we were saved, we can only go one way. We sin. That's it. Right. But now we have two ways to go. Yep. We can put on Christ, put on the full armor of God, be renewed in our mind, think of our identity, and we can just go in his direction. But if we don't focus on these things, we're not in our word, we're not praying, we're, we're just being alive, basically, but we say <laughs> we believe, then we're going to be serving the devil. Yeah. That's just the way it is. When you serve your flesh, you're serving the devil. So. Stop living in a pinball machine, guys. Mm-hmm. Stop bouncing back and forth from to and fro, flesh and spirit, flesh yep. and spirit, flesh and spirit. I know there we we will never as humans be one hundred percent in the spirit, twenty four seven, three sixty five, and never ever ever be distracted by our flesh. But our mind has to be fixed on Christ. We got to put our focus on Him at all. Way when there is that temptation, we start to turn to the left. The Holy Spirit, we are so in tune with the Holy Spirit that we hear him when he says, back over here. Get your eyes off of that and focus over here. If you don't know what to do, like when you start to get that temptation, whatever it may be, you know you have it. Just It helps to just say no. Say it out loud. Yeah. It really helps. It does something in the Spirit. Remember, because, we're co-heirs. Because the enemy can't doesn't know your thoughts. God knows our thoughts, but the enemy doesn't know our thoughts. So whenever we get that temptation and we're trying to rationalize in our mind and, and resist in our mind, when we speak no, when we rebuke the enemy, when we when we resist the devil verbally, then he knows our then he knows understands what we're doing, that we're battling against him. When we just sit there and try to think in our minds, it, it's not as effective as when we speak out loud and say no. I like that. I'm gonna start saying no. Yeah. I'm gonna be walking through the house and I'm just going to start yelling no, and Ali's going to be like, what are you what It works. <laughs> it works. Um, people out there that struggle with looking at things that you're not supposed to look at. Yeah. When that temptation comes, just say no. Say it out loud. Yes. And you'll get that escape. Yep. It's one of the most horrible things in the world is going down that trail. I yep. know that trail. Yep. And it Been kills there. you spiritually and physically. Absolutely. It's a horrible sin to yep. be in. It it's just it's horrible. I can't maybe one day we need to do a podcast on that. I think we should. Because I don't think people really understand. Well, it's nature. 
No, it is destroying your yes. soul. It's the one sin that God says that it destroys your body. Right. All these other sins are against God, but this is against God and your own body. So, yeah. There's a reason why the internet is free. Right. Because the enemy wants you to be tied up uh-huh. in that. Because one thing, you're not going to respect the opposite sex. Like, we'll just use men as example. You're not going to respect women. Right. The way you should. And because a lot of those women don't even respect themselves. They're being demonic. They're being evil. And all they're doing is putting you in reproach. Yeah. It's not so, real. It's not real at all. The, the pictures that it paints, it, it is not even close to reality. It, it really is demonic. It's perverted. Yes. It, it's really perverted it trash. Yep. It really is. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have a full conversation yeah. about that one day, for sure. Yeah. I think it's important. I mean, yeah, especially with this agenda we see now, you know. Right. Which is just a sexual preference. Right. And now they're trying to get our kids. Yes. That's just... You see that video clip of that pastor? Um I don't know where in the country he was at. I want to say out uh, North Carolina, Georgia, somewhere over there. Anyway, um, you see that video where he started? He was uh, at the school board meeting, and he started to read one of the books to the school board. And he, he was re- literally reading, and it was talking about how the female parts become moist and slippery, and the male parts become hard and erect and larger. And like it was extremely graphic. Yeah. And the school board interrupted him and said, hey, you need to, sir, you need to stop me and stop me. He goes, oh, is it something I said? Because I was just reading this book that you're giving to 10-year-olds. Yeah. You, you don't want to hear it in the school board meeting, but I, I but I can't, you know, my 10-year-old can go check this out of the library, but I can't read it to you, who's a full-grown adult. But they can't admit it. They can't admit. They know what's, they know it's wrong. It's, it's evil. It's, 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 it's evil an agenda. It's disgusting. It is, because what, what that stuff is, we can talk about just real quick. What that stuff really is, it opens portals to the demonic realm. Yep. It's getting you to be oppressed, and then if you don't even have the Holy Ghost, you'll be possessed. So it's horrible. Sexual sexual deviance and all that stuff, that's just... Right. All that, all of that stuff, the yep. dysphoria, all that stuff is demonic, but that's a whole other subject. That might have to be a Patreon thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh... I think that one will we'll have to have the conversation and try to do a little bit in code and then have maybe kind of a recap that's a, that's a Patreon only type thing so we can really say words and yeah. and actually real information. We know you YouTube, you woke. Hey, shh, they're going to shut us down. Oh yeah. We love we you. Love you. We love you YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for joining me again, man. This has no been problem. long overdue. We've tried did to get we together. Did we answer that question? I think we, I, I think we did. Rochelle, the, if we didn't, please let us know. If you have any more questions about it, if you want us to expand on that or anybody else that um, that has watched and or listened to this. Um, if you only listen, um, the numbers on the audio are, are f- relatively low, um, but not like... They're relatively low, but there is consistent viewership and listenership on the audio platforms only. If you are an, an Apple or Spotify only person, please, it's also in the description of every podcast episode is the link tree where you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on TikTok, 
YouTube, all of that. Please, if you have questions, even on the audio, because there's no section for comments and stuff on the audio, please DM me on Instagram. I check my DMs all the time. Um, if you don't, I think we have to follow each other for it to just pop up automatically, but it pops up in a message request, and I check that all the time, so please message me on Instagram or comment on a YouTube video. So in the description of the audio, I always put the video link to YouTube and then the link tree where you can find social media. So please, if you listen on audio and you have a question that you want to get answered, if you want us to talk about that on an episode, please click either the link, the YouTube link and comment on the video or find me on Instagram and shoot me a DM um, or on TikTok. And, uh, that way we can, that way you guys can be involved in the conversation as well. Cause I don't want to miss any questions. And again, I don't know it all. Brother James doesn't know it all. We're not geniuses. We don't have all this stuff figured out, but if there's a question asked that we can't, that we don't like this question, I felt that we could answer very well. And I feel, I feel that we were pretty thorough about it, covering the definition of covenant, where it came from, how it was established and how it was brought into the lives of human beings. And then the new covenant and what that means for us as believers in Christ. So I feel like we cover that one pretty thoroughly, but if there's a question that we can't cover like that, ask us, I'll shoot you a message, shoot you a text message and screenshot the comment or something like that. And like, Hey, we need to talk about this next time. Like, let's make sure we do some research. Let's let's study to understand so we can have an educated conversation and not just throwing out. Well, I think this. Yeah, give us the hard questions because you yes. know it'll it'll help us learn more. Yeah, because uh, I one just thing. love reading and studying the Bible, talking about it with other people. I love talk. I love talking about the Bible with people that don't even believe the Bible as well. But. Fortunately, I prefer to have the conversation with those that do that or someone else that is trying to learn and grow and understand that has different knowledge and understanding and insight into certain scriptures. Um, I just I really love those conversations, this conversation that we get to have, the conversations that we have off camera about the things of God and about the scripture and stuff. That's just like that's like one of my favorite things. So please continue asking questions. You, you ask a million of them. We'll get to it eventually. What's one of your favorite questions? My one of my favorite questions is, how do you know it's pre-tribulation rapture? That's a good one. We should talk about that one sometime too. Yeah. That's definitely not my wheelhouse. The end time stuff, I, that's just not my thing. That's just not all day. Brother James has got. The I love. Up. I love it. I can give you two hundred reasons why I believe. That it's pre-tribulation. So, so okay, I'm going to type this out because I'm going to forget it if I don't. Um, let's see. It's our blessed hope, not our blasted hope. You know, one thing about the Holy Ghost is if we don't have an answer, we can seek him. And Jesus, our Lord, said that the Holy Ghost will reveal all things. Not just things of the Bible. He said all things. All right. So the uh, first topic of the P word, the dreaded P word on sexual sin and the rapture. Uh, those We'll talk about those two in future episodes. Um, and so as you guys get questions, I will add your questions to this list. I'll send the list to Brother James whenever I know we're going to get together again, and we'll pick one and we'll talk about it. So if you're listening to this right now and you're struggling with that dreaded P, I'm going to give you a little help before we help you out. You are giving your sexual energy to a demon. Hmm. 
and you do everything in the presence of God. So just marinate on that, okay? Yep. The next time that tempt any temptation, but the next time that temptation feels like it's going to overtake you, just say no out loud and say, I am a child of God. I am you can the, do it. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Yes, it's not who say you are. Say that out loud. That, that, that stuff is not who you are. Right. You died. Yep. Say no, and I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Say those out loud. Yes. As Say it a hundred times if you have to. Say those out loud, and the devil will flee. That temptation will go yes. away. Yes, and you'll, you're, you'll love God even more. Yes. Because you like, yes. So the feel real quick, since we're talking about this, I don't know where to look. The... The feeling that you get when you watch those things on the internet pales in comparison to the feeling you get when you say no out loud, when you say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ out loud, and the devil flees and you resist that temptation. The feeling you get from that is tenfold the feeling you're going to get from actually succumbing to those temptations yeah. and Proverbs, that feeling man. is going to last tenfold yep. longer that the temptation satisfying the temptation in the flesh feels great until about three seconds after it's done and then it's right back to misery and right back to guilt the feeling that the in the presence of god that you feel when you resist the devil and he flees from you is worth it's worth the struggle in that moment. Yeah, you get rewarded and blessed from God when you're tempted and then you say no and you don't do it. Yep. You know, it says in Proverbs that the man that chooses not to sin is blessed. So be blessed that you even have that choice because right. there's people that as soon as that thing comes into their mind, they're going to act it out. Yep. You know, the book of James says all sin starts in our mind. The mind is the battlefield. So don't let it, don't let it go into your hands, mm-hmm. men, women. You know what I'm talking. Don't, don't do it. Yep. Because we'll get more in depth into this. But I'm gonna tell you right now that m- most of you people that are doing this thing, you have a demon in your hands, and you're giving your seed to a demon. But mm-hmm. this is another story, okay? I'm, I'm trying to spook you a little bit. Maybe you can start. Proverbs also says that the wounds of a brother are better than the kisses of the enemy. So when you have the conversations with your friends and you give them the hard truth in love, and it stings a little bit at first, but the Bible tells us that that we should prefer that over our enemy lying to us and telling us what we want to hear and tickling our ears. And believe you me, man, I love you because I was to the point I wanted to kill myself. I I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? If I had to kill myself, how about I just do that? No, God showed me that it just takes him. Amen. I, I can't, That is the miracle of God. That's another reason why I know without a doubt there is God. Yes. Because I am able to stand, to sit here right now and say, I do not look at pornography and I don't do that M word or none of that stuff. I am right. pure and righteous in God's sight. I can Amen. sit here and say that. Amen. And it's it's way better than saying, "Oh, it's, it's natural. I'm human." Right. Yeah. No, you're you're just giving your life to Sunday a demon. In my message, that's the that's the great Christian excuse. Well, I'm a human. Just human nature. When you become a new creation in Christ, when you are born again, you're mm-hmm. born in the spirit, not the flesh. So it's not human. It may be human nature, but it's not spirit nature. Yeah. 
and we are to greater walk in is the he in us than he that's here that's right right now amen so you can do it trust me yes. you that's can gonna be, stop that's gonna be a good pod i can feel it already i just want people to be released because it's such a horrible sin it is bad it's so bad it's crippling too like it's worse than drugs in a lot of ways it destroys families right it destroys relationships yeah Men that go into this sin, they can barely function socially to a lot of people. They can't even really have a good, platonic, simple, innocent relationship with a woman. Because every situation is sexualized by that. So even when you're not watching it, Every situation in your life is sexualized in your mind because you've seen it sexualized on the internet. And so even a a platonic interaction at a grocery store or at Walmart or, you know, the pizza delivery person, like everything in life becomes sexual in your mind because it's, that's what you've been focused on. We got had, man. This world is perverted. And yes. That's why it's... I think this is going to be our next podcast because we're kind of like ending it like this. Yeah, we've been talking about it for like 12 minutes People now. <laughs> need help, man. Like They do. Like, it is such a struggle. Yes. They think... There's so many people out there that think they're not even saved. Yeah. Which is such a lie. I know. If you believe Jesus Christ is Lord and has risen from the dead, you're it's done. Yes. But the devil is going to do things in your life so you're ineffective and you're not doing things and you're always in yourself. That's right. You're always hurt. Yep. You're always in guilt and shame. You're not resting. You're just, ugh. Yep. You're not doing anything for God when you're in that. That's right. And I just, I don't want to see you hurt. Amen. We'll get you out of it. That's right. Well, thank you guys for watching and listening to this episode, episode 29. The next one's the big 3-0. We're two episodes away from being the, as many weeks old as I am years old. Nice. We're getting close. The, the time was just flying by. I said on the last one, it feels, I can't believe that this is episode 29. It doesn't feel, it feels crazy to me. But anyways, thank you guys for watching and listening. I appreciate you. Make sure you check out the link tree in the description. Check out the new merch store that's in the description. Um, I have not purchased any of these items myself yet. So, and so this is like, this is actually me being legit. If something comes out and the quality is not good, please let me know and please return it and get your money back. Because I have not personally experimented with this platform and this avenue of of getting things. Uh, I did get one hoodie whenever I made some church merch. <laughs> That's a tw- tongue twister. I did get a hoodie and it was, it's super comfy. So I'm, I'm hoping that everything kind of follows suit along with that. Um, I'm going to be ordering a couple of the hats soon to check those out to see which one I like, which ones I like and get rid of the Once I see things and I order things myself, if I don't like it, I'm just going to get rid of it. Cause if I won't wear it, I'm not going to expect anybody else to, but seriously communicate back and forth. Let me know what you guys think of it. Let me know what you think of the designs, the quality of it. Uh, there's hats, t-shirts, hoodies on there. Check that out. Let me know what you guys think. Um, Patreon users or patrons. It's only five bucks a month if you want to do that and support what God is doing here with the Preach That podcast. I can't wait until some of this starts to, to flow in and we, the, I, I, I just see this podcast just expanding and blowing up. I just want to get people to Jesus. I know. I want to help people that are in Jesus yep. just make it in right. this world that sucks. Yes. But we can make it together if That's we just right. unify. Amen. 
and you know we're not trying to get all your money and everything like yeah. that but it takes these things to keep right. it going it takes it takes the financial resources to continue to grow this i mean i have a, a well-paying job i'm not trying to quit my job anytime soon and just live on the internet so this i i want god to I want to have the resources needed so God continue to grow and expand. I've got vision. I, I I see different things and this expanding and growing and lots and lots of people being affected by the the gospel, being affected by the truth of scripture and, and coming back to Christ. Uh, I, Come I, I on, just, America. I see lives being changed through this platform. Um, and so any way that you guys can support this, uh, whether it's praying for us, as individuals, for the podcast itself, for our ministry, uh, whether it's financially on Patreon or buying the merch and stuff. However, whether it's following online and liking and subscribing yes. and sharing and stuff, it Help all makes a difference. Help us with the algorithm. Help us with the comments, with the likes and all those things, yeah. because those things keep it going, too. Yes. So and it's just a simple click. That's all you got to do yep. is click the little thumbs up. And yep. And if, if this stuff helps you... Share it and help others. Yeah, seriously. So with that being said, I'll stop rambling now and begging for you guys to do more things for us. Uh, but we do appreciate you guys. Um, I really hope and I pray that you enjoyed this. I hope uh, that and pray that it blessed you. And make sure, make sure that you're uh, tuned in for the next one. The next time you see me and Brother James on here, it's going to be a banger. I can feel it. It's going to be good. So we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for watching episode 29 of the Preach That Podcast, and we will see you on the next one. Later.